Hey guys, welcome to Forgiving Gaming Podcast. I'm Tyler Estes, <laughs> and with me tonight I have. Are you? <laughs> I kind of am. Are you? Who do yeah, I have Graham, with me? Graham I like Gibson. that little squeaky Sorry, quarter horse Graham Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what am I supposed to introduce myself as? I am uh, I am Chris, that guy. <laughs> and I am McKeeson, aka Mac. Mac. <laughs> oh, man. We are, this is, I guess this is the first episode of season two, year two of the Forgiving Gaming Podcast. How are you guys? Chris, oh. doing good. Chris, you are in not in Georgia anymore. Nope, I'm not in Georgia. Season Made two. Big move. Season two. <laughs> uh, up, up to Michigan during in, Chris, in the middle of our seasons. So, uh, yeah, I took a different position um, at a church doing discipleship and really happy about that. God's really been doing some awesome stuff so far, and we are we're just really pumped to be up here. It's been pretty been pretty rad. We really enjoy it. It's awesome. Graham, you're also awesome, in dude. a different location from where you were recording last time. Um, yeah, I was here when we recorded the little mini sode. Thing. Yeah, the the mini so, but, but uh, not not the season. Yeah, I moved like twenty five minutes away from where I used to live. And Mac, aren't you also in a a different place? I am. I'm in. Wow. My own house. We uh, we all got so tired nice. of the podcast that we all had to move. Well, you know, it's funny. I'm in a different Kyle place. Got in a new place too. I'm I moved back well, the, home. The... <laughs> Yeah, the, the podcast became so popular that we had to leave our residence and go somewhere else. People were starting to find out where we lived yeah. and stuff, and we couldn't have that. You're tracking us down. <laughs> I mean, the the fans literally were just window outside my window all the time with cameras. All the time. This they is... were waiting. Oh man! Cool. Well, uh, we do have some uh, some game and news as usual. That's gonna be the the news sound effect now. Worm, worm, I'm just gonna count what you just did there. Worm, Um, Graham, you've been watching. You said you've been watching a lot of Resident Evil Two. What's going on with that? What? Yeah, what? What even? Says, uh, wait, 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 wait. What? Resident Evil? Isn't there like more than two out? Nothing says uh, Christian gaming like Resident Evil. Um, no, so if you live under a rock and you haven't heard, whatever company makes Resident Evil came out with a uh, Resident Evil 2 remake the uh, from the classic 1998 yes. game? PlayStation. I think it was yeah. 98. Oh, wow. And uh, I guess their inspiration was to make the graphics look like the new one, like Resident Evil 7. Uh, have it be over the shoulder, like Resident Evil Four, and uh, just be a like kind of a reimagination of the of Resident Evil Two. So, uh, I have, personally I'm not bought it because games like that scare me, kind of spook me out. <laughs> uh, but I I love watching people play those games. So I don't know, like 
Do you guys like? Do you does guys not, like watching those not, games? Or do you guys like playing those? No, games? I don't. Does it not spook you out when somebody else plays it? No. Oh man, I love watching other people play because they. I don't. I don't have to deal with it, but they do. You know. Yeah, hard pass. See, it's like definitely don't watching them. I ain't about it. Like, I would just get like. I would just like freak out and like miss shots, and I would run out of ammo and I would die, and I would get yep. sad. Rule number but one about Tyler: when other people like. I just can get the enjoyment out of other people getting scared, you know? No, I don't understand that at all. <laughs> but, uh, dude, it is, a, it is a cool looking game. Whether or not you like the spookiness of it, of it or whatever, it is very good looking. Um, they did a great job with the graphics and all that. Um, Mac, Mac worked really hard on it. Yeah, I'm really proud of you, Mac. <laughs> and then, um, uh... yeah, Resident Evil. Resident Is there anything Evil. else about that? I don't think I really saw anything. I mean, I, I, I heard it's think. really well. I saw someone, I think I saw an article on Polygon said something along the lines of like, this is what Remake should be like. Right, because it's not a one-to-one. So the original one, Resident Evil 2, I went back and watched, like, I just did kind of like a tap-through of the, uh, kind of like a skim through the original gameplay. Mm-hmm. And it's got that weird like tank controls thing where it uh all the camera views for the game are like it's almost like video cameras up in like corners of rooms and stuff. So you have to like control your character based on the perspective of the camera. They call them like tank controls or something like that. But hmm. um that was a, it was way more kind of top down rather than like behind oh, the really? character. Okay. But that was just, I mean, that worked for the time that they made it, you know, they came out with a game, but the way that they redid it. I remember it was, that. Is it like a stationary camera in the room? Yeah, and then you'd and you run to, to a walk, different yeah. area of the room and it would change cameras. And it would change the camera, right. yeah. Almost that's like, like, like video cameras. That's kind of creepy. Didn't like Splinter Cell do that for a little bit? Maybe. Um, I know that uh, they might have because I remember uh, Metal Gear did that too. That's what I was gonna say, yeah. man. I remember old school. Yeah. I think Metal, Metal Gear Solid, One like, was like that, yeah. and then Metal Gear Two kind of so, had like dynamic cameras. Yeah. Was, was that was that just that like a sweet. phase that games went through where they were like, "Hey, this is a cool new video video angle." Let's well, it this. worked well, for Resident Evil Two. Well, I guess they VR. started it with one. It worked for one and two because of the graphical limitations, and also like it's supposed to be a scary game. So like. The idea of running from one, literally one side of a room to another side of the room, but you can't see the other side of the room. It's like you don't know what's over there. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I wonder if it had something to do with graphics rendering, though, like doing a first person or a third person over the shoulder, or if they did it, you know, just for or primarily for the the scare effect. You know what I mean? I don't know. It'd be interesting to talk to a developer of that game to to see why they. Did they? Did you say they stayed with that camera for the remake thing? Yeah, not that I could tell. Um, like over the shoulder. Oh no, no, sorry, they did not. It, they changed. So, Resident Evil Two. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, Resident Evil Two happened, and then later on they came out with Resident Evil Four, which was an over the over the shoulder kind of third person, and they took that camera style and used it for this game because Resident Evil Seven. The the newest one besides this remake was a uh, first person. The whole game was first person, mm, but the okay. graphics were really good. So what they did was they yeah so they used the graphics from seven with a third person of four, and the kind of the gameplay or like the world building of two, 
and everyone who apparently everyone's loving it and i've just i've been watching people playing it. it's really cool looking hmm. uh, i i don't think i'll buy it but like i said that's just because i'd rather watch people play it and get scared rather than me get scared because i'm a little scaredy baby <laughs> spooky games but, yeah so. speaking of uh spoopy speaking of old games or i guess not old games but you know New Game. takes on old games. Yeah, new takes on old games. Uh, yeah. Um, what is this? What's that game called? Uh, Metroid Prime Four. What's Metroid? Well, it's it's like this the game. <laughs> okay. All right. So listen, Mac and Chris, you guys might not have heard of this. Okay. So you guys know Metroid, like the Metroid series. Yeah. 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 What? Okay. The what series? Did you guys play any Metroid games? No. Like, wait, that's what the character. Wait, that's the character. The the character Samsung, right? Samsung. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. What did you say? You played a game, Mac, or no? like like maybe three or four times. Nothing. Okay. All right. I I've always been a really big Metroid fan. I played all of those Metroid Prime games, and I played a bunch of the like Game Boy games. They're so good. And then. uh but the last, so ever since Metroid Prime Three, um, that came out in uh, two thousand seven, which is like twelve years, which is kind of weird to think about. It's been so long, but um, ever since then they've come out with some other Metroid games, but they've never come out with a Metroid Prime game since then. As of like a year and a half ago, they uh, they announced that they're gonna start making uh, Metroid Prime Four for uh, Nintendo Switch. Sorry, mm-hmm. and yeah. so. Uh, but we didn't hear any. We didn't hear any updates after that announcement right, at E3. So, right. So they said hey, we're making Metroid Prime for Switch in 2017 of June, and then after that we never heard anything else. And then, uh, just like today, was it today? I think it was yesterday. Okay. Either today or yesterday, they um, they put out a video. Nintendo put out a video that said, uh, well, they basically had this whole thing where the guy said, well. So, uh, we're still working on the development of Metroid Prime, but where we're at right now is not where we want to be. So we're, long story short, the guy basically said they're going to scrap the entire process of what they've made so far for Metroid Prime and start from the beginning because they didn't like where it was going. Uh, and they're gonna they're gonna let Retro Studios handle it, which is the guys who made the original Metroid Prime games, which makes sense to me. Um, Dang, that's and crazy. And so yeah, so I, I'm like, that's a pretty big thing for for Nintendo because they announced it a year and a half ago. So that's a year and a half of development that they're gonna scrap because the guys said what we're what we're basically doing is starting all the way at the beginning. Hmm. Um. I don't think that's like a common thing that happens though, where like a where companies like putting out a game and then they get like halfway through and they're like, "This isn't what we expected. Let's scrap it all." So like, right. big props to Nintendo for that. Yeah, and I think the only, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's just like because um, the last two Metroid games to be released, I think, were Other M, which was like a critical fail failure for a Metroid game, and um, uh. Some sort of like it was some sort of Metro game based around like the soldiers of that universe or something, and that was like kind of a failure too. 
And mm. so I think everyone's got really high hopes for Metroid Prime. And they, but they, I don't know. I don't know where. I kind of want to see what they had. You know what I mean? Like, what, it, what did they have where they looked at and were like, none of this is going to work. We got to scrap all of this. Hmm. Yeah. You know? I'm kind of ready for the, I'm ready for that next blockbuster game. Like, I read an article. Like, On I don't what? know how many of you guys have. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is it going to be Metroid? Is it going to be like this new anthem? I know we're going to talk about that here in a minute, but um we have alexa so we got an alexa when we moved up here and one of the articles that it had on it the other day was talking about how how gaming um uh oh what is it like uh, profits like profits for game systems and games in general are down uh-huh. like a significant amount like it's something like 12 percent or 17 percent uh over the last five years or something and they're projected to continue downward because um games like you know, games like Destiny 2, um, that that was a big hit. You know, that, but there's not a whole lot of games like that that are coming out. Right. And so, and a also, lot of like in a lot are, of ways, it kind of was not that great either. Like, right. Well, and so, do you? So the thing is, is like, I know, like, I'm personally a fan of games where you have to grind. I mean, I'm a big Pokemon fan, but like, do you think that people get are just tired of the grind and like they want something that's a little different, where it's like continuing to like. Like so, I know Battlefield Five's doing this thing now, where they're basically releasing like DLCs each month or something, where like you're gonna see the war from a different side. Hmm. Yeah. And hmm. I had heard someone talking That's about why that. Fortnite's doing well. Like, well, exactly. Stuff out. Exactly. Dude, and it's it, every week. Well, the gr- yeah, but Fortnite is a, Fortnite's a grind. It, I, I mean, it's like, very yeah, it's very yeah, repetitive. There's stuff to get. I mean, yeah, exactly. It, they change; they're constantly changing the game, and I think that's why they're doing so well. See, it's it's interesting though because Fortnite and games like Fortnite are kind of the game that everybody goes ugh about because it's got because you have to grind on it to get all the extra stuff. Um, you have all those microtransactions, the V bucks, and everything else. And your shotgun. Only so it's did like nine the, damage. you know, yeah. So it's like it's the only, it's one of those games that. Um, that everybody talks about all the things that they don't like, yet it's so successful. Yeah, um, I still like it. I got a win today. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> people are going <laughs> to... <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so I, I listened to a... I listened, real quick, Tyler. I, I was going to say, um, I listened to a video today, and it was... Uh, the, the video title was Why Halo 3 Was the Best Game Ever. Which I think might be a little overinflated, but Halo Reach was, but the point was like, uh, Halo Three was like a culmination of all the good things that were in Halo One and Halo Two, yeah. And they had custom games, and they had file shares, and replays, and Forge. It was like, uh, it was like literally like an endless amount of stuff you could do in that game. And then nowadays we're getting stuff like Destiny. Even when Destiny One came out, like by the end of Destiny, I think everyone was like, "Okay, this game was pretty good." But but when it first came out in the first year, everyone kind of like threw their hands up. They're like, "What's going on, dude? Like, where's yeah? Like, you're not only like not meeting expectations, you're like blowing them away in a bad way." It's like uh, because like I said, like it was it was almost like there was like the golden age of games where. Everything the developer could think of, they just smashed it in that one disc, you know? But nowadays, it's like, yeah. oh, well, we don't need to get all the content out. We're just going to release it over years and years and years. Well, well yeah, so- and I just remembered, like, I just remembered, too, like, um, 
Like I bought Black Ops Four the other day because it was on sale, and it looked. I mean, Blackout looks fun, really fun. I played it for a few hours with uh, Ben, a couple of the guys, and um, I, like automatically, I I just got this feeling of, yep, this is why I don't buy these games because right off the bat, I'm already staring down the barrel of another fifty bucks to get to get the season pass so that I can have all the content that they offer mm-hmm. or that I have access to all the content that they offer. So right off the bat, there's already a, a another $50 investment or $60 investment, you know, in the game. I'm so sick of the microtransaction stuff, but it is what it is, man. I, you know, it, Fortnite's okay with it and Fortnite is great. You know, they, well, so t- I don't know. thing about games that have like, well, we were talking about games that have all the content packed into one disc. Well, think about Red Dead 2 they just came out. Everyone loved Red Dead. Gave it, like, great reviews. But no one Everyone, plays it anymore. Nobody plays it anymore. Why? <laughs> because there's there's know, no there's no post-game. But it's too... Well, no, I don't know. It's, it's deep. You know, it's like everybody's so busy now. Like, I know for me, it's like I don't have time to invest in a really deep game. Like, I'll play it every now and then. You know, but I still, I'm not even more close to beating it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I'm I gave not either, up. to be honest with you. I have a new, new, new <clears throat> game to, to love and to baby. Well, uh, before we get into <laughs> that game, uh, let's dig into Anthem a little bit. I mean, like, so it released, the demo released, right? It released, what, two days ago? One day ago? And they were having, like, major, major, major server issues, right? Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I didn't download it because I saw too many issues, but Okay. Oh, there was so many people. Yeah, so many people loading screens and couldn't get into the game. But I heard. So I mean, <clears throat> sorry, I took my headset off for a second. We're talking n- about Anthem. N- yeah, we're talking about Anthem and how like it had a bust of a a, a of a oh, demo yeah. launch. Did you guys? How would you wait, say it was so a? Did, would you say it was a? Did bust? you guys say that you guys played it or no? Or uh, I didn't play, it, but I, oh, I I I'm the same same boat as Mac, where I saw people complaining about it, so I was like, well. Alright, so let me give like a quick recap of uh, my experience with playing the demo. Now, let me reiterate, if they called it a demo, not a beta, right? Which I'm not, I mean, it, you're kind of hard pressed to find be- demos for games. Because <clears throat> I always just say they're in beta and then they work or don't work or whatever. <laughs> but uh, beta, uh, sorry, demo would imply, I mean, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, demo would imply that there's some semblance <clears throat> of a stable build that they let players play right so you get a sense of yes. what the game is like yeah yeah demo to me communicates demo to me communicates we have the game ready to go here's a portion of it that you get to yeah, play a taste of what yep. you can expect okay that's so and but so like let me and i know you're gonna bring up the server issue i don't think the server issue would have been um uh, whack at I guess uh, at it being a demo because I mean they were gonna, I I don't know if they expected that many it was a major title too and think about any game that comes out it's like Destiny two when it first came out we spent flipping hours trying to get into that game well okay. and it and that wasn't so the there's demo some of it there's some of the some of it that kind of seemed like servers and some of it that literally just felt like the game just didn't work. Right, so, so I downloaded the game. It's like twenty three gigabytes. So I was like, man, that's a pretty big demo. Twenty three gigs, <laughs> and uh, so I download the game, 
I open it up, and it dumps me kind of in this, like, home base, home world kind of thing. Um, now, also, let me also preface this by saying that I was really excited to play this. I was not ready to, like, dump on the game or anything. You know, I was like, I'm ready to absolutely love this game. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so it dumps me in kind of the starting world area. I'm walking around. The frame rate is terrible. The frame rate was like, consi- and this is at the home base, too. It wasn't even like during action or anything. It was like under 20 frames. That was just kind of my ballpark gauge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which is not great. Um, so pretty bad frame rate, and I was like, okay, well maybe it's just you know, I'll just give it a, I'll give it a pass. So, uh, I finally, I, first of all, I, I don't know which way's up. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know where I am, who who I am, where I'm supposed to go. You know, in in a demo, it should make all that stuff really really clear. Like, here's who you are. Here's where you go. Yeah, press like this button. The yeah, and they'll add the other stuff later. You know, they'll add the complexity mm-hmm. later. But it's a demo, so you should it should be it should have you jump right into the action and get a really good like you know, like thirty minutes of a taste of what the thing is. Uh, I'm I'm gonna this is gonna be a this is gonna be um an example of a bad demo, and I'll give you guys an example of a good demo in a second, just just for comparison's sake. Um. So, I finally find where, like, the javelin area is, which is the name of, like, this the little mech suits. The javelins. So, anyway, I finally find it, and I, and I like, get in it, quote-unquote, like, get in it, and I, tr- and then it puts me in a menu, and it's, like, select what mission you want to do, or whatever. But it wasn't as easy as just selecting what mission you want to do. It was, like, this convoluted map, like, filled with stuff that just kept saying not available in the demo. Well, it's like, well, then don't put it in the demo. I know I, I, that doesn't mean anything to me because I don't, uh, you know, if it's not in the demo, just keep it out for now and let it be extra stuff when the game comes out. Because it's confusing me on where, because I, I, I don't know where to go because there's so much stuff on the screen that, and like most of it I can't even interact with. So anyway, I finally find out where like the, the mission area is and I like launch in the mission and uh, I'm in a loading screen. And, uh, and, uh, my fiance was over, for those who didn't know, uh, was over hanging out with me, watching me play this thing. And, uh, I'm in a loading screen. I'm like, okay, this is kind of taking a long time. And, uh, it was like four or five minutes go by, six minutes. I was like, man, this is, this is a long loading screen. It was like six, seven minutes. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to kill the game. So I just killed the game and loaded it back up. And, uh. Same thing. Oh, so, no, I get the same loading screen, except it, my game crashes. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so I loaded it back up mm-hmm. third time, and it says, hey, you're in the middle of a mission. Do you want to keep going? And I was like, uh, sure, that's fine. And I hit okay. And then, like, a few minutes go by, and then it dumps me in this, like, kind of open-worldy, like, the whatever the mission is set at. And so I'm, I'm jumping around. It's cool. The frames are still not great, but, like, it's still, I'm still kind of getting the idea of, like, running around and flying and shooting guns and all this stuff, and it's, it's fun. It was, I mean, my imagination can fill in the gaps of what it, what it could be, and it seemed really cool. Um, and at one point, I just, like, I'm fighting this big thing, and I just die, because it, like, shoots me to death or something. And I'm sitting there, and my guy, like, takes a knee, and it says, like, you know, unrepar- unrepairable damage. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so it just said, like, respawning, and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. So I wait a couple minutes. 
and again i'm waiting like four or five six minutes and nothing's happening and i just i start getting on my phone and just like doing something on my phone and then all of a sudden my guy's like back up and i don't i don't know what happened but he's just alive now i'm like okay so run around run around i died again and then it was like no joke i waited like nine ten minutes just dead on the ground because i couldn't i couldn't quit <laughs> i couldn't go back to the the home base i couldn't respond i couldn't do anything i was like i don't know what to do so i just quit the game and i actually just didn't I didn't load it back up after that, but, uh, yeah, I was just like, man, what a bummer, dude. Cause like, I don't know. It just feels like it should be a little more clean, not broken. And most of the issues just didn't seem like server issues. It just seemed like, I don't know. It just seemed like actual core game issues, mm-hmm. which, uh, Cause I think there's a, like a lot of complex like mechanics and like how that game works like movement wise for sure because like but i mean the games the get the core idea of the game is not any more complicated than games that have came out on the ps2 you know what i mean like no sure it's a mech suit running gun bullet storm type of thing you know it's not that it's not a new idea so it's not like they're like coming up with some new whole new thing that needs like special gpu whatever and if and the only thing I can think of is uh, re- again back kind of back to Resident Evil Two for a second. They had a they had a thing called a thirty minute one shot before the game came out. It was like two weeks before the game came out, and uh, you could down basically download the game, play thirty minutes, and then you your time was up, and uh, everything ran smooth, no frame rate problems, no nothing, and um, and uh, that was a perfect example of a demo for a game so you it doesn't even start you at the beginning of the game for the resident evil thing it starts you right in the middle kind of right in the middle of the action with characters you don't really know yet but they're telling you exactly where you need to go exactly what you need to pick up and of course everyone knows to just shoot a zombie in the head that's pretty straightforward mm-hmm. and uh yeah so it was a lot that was a, so much fun and that wasn't i don't know if they well, call that... that a demo but like that was the perfect example of like I got exact. I, I I got exactly the taste that they wanted me to out of that thirty minutes. And uh, well, that's the thing though. It's like if a demo doesn't to me, if a demo doesn't draw you in, like whenever you said like, oh, well, I got in the game, and then once I got in there, my my imagination can fill in the gaps, and I felt like the game was really cool. Well, you fell in love with the mechanics of the game, but you know, was if there's a storyline to kind of draw you in, right? And uh, you know, then Knox said then something. Keep you? Knox said something interesting, uh, like kind of related to that. He said something like it suffers from an identity crisis, where it's like, who, what are you, what are you doing, who are you, what are you supposed to do, what's your goal, why are you who you are? Like it, it doesn't answer any of these questions. Like, I mean, like where do even, I need to go? What's I mean, the point of anything that I'm doing here? I mean, like, you even, know? like, watching, like, I've read, like, so, like, even, like, the trailers aren't very clear on, like, what's going on. Right. And even, so, they just released another trailer in the past, like, week or two, and, uh, in the past week or two, and, um, it was, like, more story stuff that I haven't even heard of. I was like, I don't even know what any of this is now. I thought I kind of understood, but now they're introducing, like, these new characters, and I was like, Anyway, if the game was farther out than a, and then less than a month, I'd be like, yeah, okay, they got like a two, three months to work all these kinks out. But the the game's coming out in less than a month, 
And I was like, man, like, if this stuff isn't working in a controlled demo that they created, like, I don't know, man. Like, what's stopping the rest of the game from having more issues? Sure, yeah. That's a valid point. But, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't know, man. So it's like, like I said, I went into it wanting to really like it. I wanted to jump in and, like, blow my mind, like, solid 30 frames, no loading issues. And, like, of course, loading issues isn't a big thing because it's a beta or a demo. And so, like, the server thing is an issue. But there's a lot more outside of the loading times than, uh, yeah, I don't know. So, anyway, so that was Anthem. Uh, I hope it's good. I'm not gonna buy it when it comes out. I'll just wait and see if anywhere if everyone well, there says was, it's good. There was some guys. There was some guys in our community that did like it. JB Law said he he really liked it a lot. I'm wondering, did he say what he um, played it on? No, but I think he's on X. Well, no, I don't know. Is he on Xbox? I, I really wanted I to try it on PC, but I didn't get a chance. I ran out of time before the demo went down. But I think it should be. You know, somebody. I t- I was talking to somebody at work, and they were like, "Oh, you played on the Xbox? Well, there's your problem." I was like, "But one, it's a AAA game." And two, like, it's not a port or something. They're making it specifically for this console. Like, there's no, re- there's just no reason it should not run at at least 30, if not mm-hmm. more. You know, save the 60 frames for PC, that's fine. But, like, don't release it for PC, or don't release it for Xbox if you can't, if it can't handle it. Right, exactly. If it's not going to be able to run on right. it. Right, because then you're just going to have a bunch of people buy your game and they're going to be disappointed with, with the product. If... But that isn't, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Well, hey. I remember people saying the same thing about Crackdown. You remember Crackdown? I never played it. Came out? I just know I, no one was ever big on it. I remember people saying like, oh, well, you play it on Xbox. That's why you have such a problem with it. And I'm like, well, I don't know, man. The only I reason I ever knew about but... Crackdown was because they were the ones that, that gave out the uh, the beta to play Halo 3? Or was it Reach yeah, that's or something right. like that? It was something Halo related. That was literally the only reason yep. I ever knew about Crackdown. Hey, speaking of games playing on Xbox, how's uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 been on Xbox, Mac? Dude, I freaking love it. <laughs> <laughs> How much time have you put in so far? Um, I'd probably say an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Um, Scraping the surface? <laughs> yeah, I'm still getting into it, and... I know a big question's been, like, if you can play this without playing any of the other ones. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think they do... I think they do a really good job at catching you up to speed on where the game is currently at, because there's a lot of characters, and... Well, see, the, the great thing is, is most of them are Disney characters. (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> so we know the say, what the majority <laughs> yeah they they added a lot they added pixar for this game for the first time it's also the first time that this game's been available for on xbox um, right on xbox yeah yeah um so i played they didn't have any pixar before now no it's all it's only been disney just just disney yeah, so they add like so like toy story and all that yeah toy story monsters inc so that's awesome yeah, I'm excited. Put all that in there, dude. It's like a big game. It, I think it was like, I think it was like 58 gigs. It was it was pretty big up front. So, um, hmm. ain't no red but, dead, dude. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like like you said, there's a lot of characters. So I I guess there's three main characters that uh, aren't Disney characters from the originals. I so I read an article. Yeah, about I mean, it. like I said, I haven't ever could, played. So and like I, 
the three main characters in the original game were Sora, Riku, and Kairi, but at the same time, as the game progresses, more important characters come, and then especially when you hit Kingdom Hearts 2, we don't have enough time to talk about this, but, like, there's, okay, sure, yeah. there's, like, there's, like, this whole organization and everything, and, like... Yeah, I, like I said, I've read, I'd read a little bit of it, and it, it feels very... Like, it, like it being can... Japanese made, it feels very. Oh, uh, totally. It uh, feels very anime to me. Like, <laughs> and I, I saw. I mean, so I, you... I, I think I would enjoy it if I played it. Yeah, like you can easily watch, and you can easily watch like a thirty-minute YouTube video on like walk me through like Kingdom Hearts one and two, L- like and an abridged, like, like yeah, and they they do like a really really good job, and there's tons of videos out there, and um, but overall, like. It's been 13 years since the last one came out, which... So do you think it has, it was worth the 13-year wait? I I think the way we have to look at it is we have to separate this game from the other games. There was a yeah. reason why there was a there was a gap, and I want to say they had different different influencers and creators that went into this game. I remember reading something about it a while ago, but... I knew for a fact that I loved the first game and I loved the second game and not just a fan, but also a player that I was going to play the third game and I was going to decide for myself if I was going to like the game. And so far I have no red flags with it and it is truly what the first and second game is. Um, It's fun. It's enjoyable. It's, it's flashy. It's cool. And you know, it's, I'll it's I'd be classified. <laughs> yeah, I'd be classified as a millennial, and so I grew up watching all of the Disney movies, XR movies, and I loved them. <laughs> and so now that I'm even older, and I get to still play a game that has all these characters in it, yeah, I think it's cool. It might be childish, but I don't care. It's it's fun. Hey, man. Do you do you, do you think, think it's that it's it's like a uh, a of a cultish game like uh, only people who like kingdom hearts or only people that like you know anime type games are gonna like this game well, or do you think it's something that anybody no, i don't think that at all i think i think anyone could pick it up i've never been to anime um i've never been into final fantasy or any of those games and it's because like, like wait isn't it like the people who make and i'm i'm like just speaking out of pure ignorance like it's Disney and the people who make Final Fantasy, correct? Uh, yeah, I want to say there's cross people involved. Um, okay, like Square Enix. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, oh. um, I I think I think anyone can pick it up. It's not complicated. Um, I mean the bosses like you. Isn't con- I, I was re- I was reading think. the controls is pretty much like one button, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean for the most part, like. <laughs> You're not like mashing scope and shoot, change your distance shot, stuff like that. Sure. Um, but like the bosses and the enemies require like strategic time. thinking and time sure. and stuff like that. So, but I think I think it's a very it's a so if you game. If from your hour and a half in, what would your rating of it be? I'd probably give it a nine. Okay. Eight, eight or cool. nine. I mean, it's it's fun. It's enjoyable. It kept my interest. So. Cool. Yeah. cool. Well, nice. Um, 
So we're gonna do something a little different, and something we we think we're gonna well not we think we're gonna start doing, um, every episode. We're gonna try to incorporate a little bit more of a faith aspect into this because we are a Christian community. <laughs> Um, and we want to, it's an important part, and so we're gonna, we're gonna definitely take out a lot of time, a lot more time than we, we have in the past to, uh, to make this, uh, I would say, I don't know, I mean, like, I I think it's, there's a lot of ways you could phrase it, but I think it's gonna be a lot more beneficial for us, and then also our listeners, too, so. Also for you guys. Yeah. yeah. That's the key. Um, so. I think Mac's actually going to lead us into something. Uh, if you, take it away! Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's, before we talk about anything, I think what's key is, you know, we do talk about ourselves as, you know, we are believers that love video games, but at the same time, we're brought together because we have this clean atmosphere, we have this enjoyable, and this encouraging atmosphere, and, um, I think if we have an opportunity, I know when we were talking about this, Chris said that we want to we wanna be able to give something back at the same time and not just, you know, talk about video games the whole time, mm-hmm. which we could all clearly do. <laughs> but at the same time, we also, even as quarter hosts, we also <laughs> want to continue to uh, grow together as well. And so we definitely don't consider ourselves anything better than anybody we are also learning and growing and going through this lovely thing called life so uh but um yeah what i wanted to talk about today tonight today wherever you're at and uh is uh today i today myself i had a very busy day and um i was doing a lot of driving and had a lot of meetings and it was in the middle of the day that i think about um how we're recording a podcast and um i was like god like what do you want me to focus on like what do you want to what do you want to highlight tonight and he quickly just i just felt like he was saying that um be like be like jesus but at the same time and he he was like he took time out of his day to come and be with me and um i just i called it to myself like take time to pause and um, you can see in uh, all the Gospels, but in Matthew 14 and Luke 5, it, it records that Jesus went away often by himself to pray, to be alone, to to get close to, to Papa God. And um, then we often see this his ministry follow after that. We, we see the recording of healings and teachings that often followed this but at the same time i wanted to focus on just the time that he took to get away and whatever it is that you do whether you're a student whether you're a dad you work in a cubicle you wherever you are um it might look different for everybody because some people can get up and walk outside and take a breather per se take time to pray some people Mm -hmm. might be typing on a keyboard and just mentally just be able to say just say a quick prayer and so might be on your drive home 
but um, what I what I took note of was that intentionality that we have to commit ourselves to. And I know a lot of times for me, it'll be like it could be like a stressful day or just a lot of things on the plate, and I have that quick thought of like, God, just like get me through this, and like that's it. And it was like he'll take care of it. But there was like no communication. There was there was no like thankfulness involved or anything like that. It was just like an immediate, just like, yep, you're God. And like go back to focusing on myself. And I think what's cool about what Jesus did was not only did he do it by himself, he was intentional about removing himself from whatever situation he was in. And we just see him escape to to just focus on his relationship with, with God. And, um, I don't know, that just like, that really hit me today, especially I, I myself had a very busy day and I felt convicted to, that I didn't even take time at the start or the halfway in or whatever to, to take that time and to talk to God or pray or whatever it might be. And, um, yeah, I'm just, that that really hit me and um the last thing was um sometimes it's hard to talk to God because you're not sure how or what to say and uh I just thought about this aspect of what if you didn't know what to say in any way and you just started just talking about the things that you were thankful for and it could you could start off as easy saying, you know, thank you for putting a roof over my head or thank you for the food that I just ate. And then it could even get a little bit more like descriptive. We thank you for the job that I have that provides for my family or thank you for fill in the blank, whatever it might be. I I know we all have different circumstances. And then out of that place do we start to see this conversation like likeness take place of where you can have that intimacy with God and where that intimacy will start to flow. And then when you do it, do it again the next day, it's almost like you're picking up where you just left off. It's like you just had coffee with your best friend. You're just picking up where you just left off. Right. And, um, yeah, I just want to, I just wanted to say that just encourage you guys, like, you know, whatever, whatever you're going through, uh, gonna be okay but at the same time he's uh he's definitely longing for that relationship with you guys as well and he hasn't closed the door on you and uh, he hasn't said that you're not going to get through this and uh yeah that's what i yeah i love i love that aspect of faith i love that you know god's not a distant god yeah right we, you know, we're doing a series of Daniel talking through, you know, God's sovereignty and learning that even in the midst of what seems like chaos and despair, God is in the, God's in the midst of it with you. But Jesus also says that apart from me, this is a me because apart from me, you can do nothing. And so when you think about abiding and he says like, you know, I'm the vine, you are the branches, like. You are connected to me, but if you don't allow yourself to be connected to me, is basically what he's saying. <clears throat> like, um, then you can't accomplish anything. Yeah. 
So like when when you're talking about like so you put all those themes together when you're talking about like you know spending time like Jesus spent time with the Father he was connected with and trying to discern the will of the Father all the time and in order to do that he was abiding in the Father in order to do that he had to stay connected to him um, and then in the midst of all the chaos and despair. Um, God was God was there. God was in the midst of all of it, and as reigning as sovereign king. Um, and so it's it's good. It's just super encouraging, man. I really appreciate that because I think all of us. Yeah, you know, like I heard I heard somebody say this one time, and it <laughs> blew my socks off. It's like the guy said, "Oh man," he was like, "I had a super busy day today," and he's like, "I woke up and I was like, I mean, I'm I'm you know quoting him. He said, and I woke up and I was like." man, I've got a really busy day today. I better spend more time with the Lord than what I'm yeah. normally doing. Right. Mm, we don't think mm, that way. We I, think like, I, I know man, that I quote. I know where you got day. that from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know? So it's like, it's like, you know, usually we, we, we think we don't have enough time for God, but really we can't accomplish any <clears throat> of the things that we really want to accomplish without the work of the Holy Spirit. Right. And so... I remember um, one of my, you know, we one of my friends time one time, he, uh, he was, he's actually, he was one of my groomsmen at my wedding. I remember he, he lived down the street from me and he would occasionally like come over and like we'd cook each other breakfast and stuff. And it was just like one random, like it was like a Thursday morning or something. And we were both getting ready for work. And he goes, what's God going to do in your life today? I was like, what? I'm like, <laughs> I was, he was like, what's God going to do in your life today? I was like, I'm just going to work. Like, like, that's that's all about me like i go to work and then i was just like oh like i need to i need to be focused on him while i go to work and well, it just kind isn't, of, it, isn't it so great though to have friends who will just hold you spiritually accountable yeah. out of the blue <laughs> that's good shout out to cade if you ever listen to this up, cade he's such a good guy oh man he's in he's in uganda right now oh nice Gotten, but, but yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, super encouraging. And girls, and girls, yeah, I, I really enjoy the you know, I really enjoy getting to do this with guys talking about the video games and things. I really enjoy the faith segment that we're going to start doing, you know, just so that we're encouraging one another in our community, um, continue to press on toward godliness, right? You know, while still getting to enjoy this hobby that we that we do. You know, um, I think our faith is kind of what distinguishes us among other communities. And so um, I'm glad that we're getting to spend some time, you know, investing in that faith for each other. I'm going to encourage one another in that walk with Christ. Yeah. Hmm. Well, agreed. I will. <clears throat> I think that's about all we have for this week. Um Follow us on Instagram, share us with your friends, you know, the, the whole spiel. Um, what's this? So we're actually going to try to have some interviews coming up. Uh, I'm not sure exactly yeah. when. We're going to have a couple streamers yeah. on. Uh, yeah, we've got, we've got something in the works now. I think a really good guy um, um, who's going who's gonna to really give us a, uh, a, a great idea of what it takes to stream and be a believer in Christ. So, um, um He's a real cool guy. I can't wait to introduce him. To you guys. So, awesome. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we will see you guys next time. And uh, Jesus loves you.
Quarter Host. Adios. Quarter Host signing out. Quarter Host. Wow, wow, wow.